0: Podcast like a motherfucker. So, welcome to Amatime Podcast, episode fifty-five point mm-hmm. five, I um, believe. It's the House of War again. It's the final round of the group stages. And I'm here once again with Mr. James McDonnell from Team Ireland. Thanks for having me back once again. Well, you're just about allowed back because you got enough points in the last game. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'd both have to stop going, I think. If yeah, I think it, yeah. maybe maybe that was a good sign for us to, to quit while we're ahead and that. Yeah, I think <laughs> no, just retiring. Now. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the last round in House of War where I actually played against James uh, himself and then we're going to talk about the final rounds of the group stages and the pairings um, and talk about each matchup. Um, But before that, for those listening or watching on YouTube, you can see that I have a massive black eye and this one of these sides of my face. I can't really quite work out which, which side it is. So if I look a bit strange or like I have makeup on, um, I'm not wearing makeup. It's just a, a black eye from rugby at the weekend. Um, and also I've started a new hobby channel on YouTube called HPM Hobby. You can like and subscribe to the channel. It's going to be a hobby channel based around basically things I do in a hobby, um, most, mostly focused on sculpting because that's kind of what I do most of. And So if you're interested in getting some hobby tips or just watching more content for Ninth Age or Miniature games You can check that one out Um, Also on Instagram and Twitter, but these things are a bit work in progress for me So please uh, follow and like and share and all that and then Hopefully we can build the channel up together and get more content out for you So without any further ado, I think we will go straight into our House of War game James
1: yeah, so, cool, do you
0: exactly. want to quickly just go through
1: the list for the people who haven't been following on at home? Yeah, will I do my own and you do yours? or? Yeah, let's go for it. Um, so, my list has a Vermin Demon, two Tyrants on Monstrous Rats with Halberds, Heavy Armor and Shields, and then a BSB with MR4. Then I have 4 units of 10 footpads with Musicians and Vanguard, 25 Vermin Guard with Full Command and the Lightning Rod, uh, three 14s of Plague Disciples with Champions and two Dreadmills. So, just spamming all the kind of Sp- vent- Sp- Spamming all the good stuff. Yeah, just really mobile and run around the place. And yeah. And
0: uh, my list was vampire covenant list. I have a courtier on a Monsters Revenant. He's got Monster Hunter. He's an adept of occultism. He's got a shield, heavy armor, That's not fusion, a lance, talisman of shielding. For that good old combo with um, Hand of Glory. Got a Vampire Courtier again, um, Independent with Hour of the Wolf this time, so gives the units with strides. He's got a uh, adept of Evocation. He's the BSB with the Legion Standard, and he's got a halberd and he's got Destiny's Core. And then the Necromancer, who is the general with Dead Rise. He's a wizard adept of Alchemy with Necromantic Staff. Uh, two banshees. 37 ghouls and champion, four batswarms, 20 zombies with the musician, 37 baragard with shields, standard bearer, flaming banner, and full command, five vampire knights with the musician and two barklaks. So what was the what was the
1: scenario that we were playing, James? So we played breakthrough, wasn't it? Yes, correct. Yeah. So we breakthrough and then I think we rolled in circle for our map. Yeah. And yeah.
0: um you got the big middle, if I remember correctly.
1: I think so, yeah. um you the big flags. Taking pictures. What were we at, like turn two or something when you asked me, was I taking pictures? Yeah, <laughs> again, again <laughs> forgot to take pictures. But
0: I think we can um, kind of go through the the game in, in what we remember. Yeah. And then just talk about the main the
1: main talking points. So what did you think going into the match? I well, thought it was
0: okayish for me. Yeah, like um, ter- plus or 12, 13 probably,
1: including secondary or just yeah,
0: ev- everything, everything included because I figured I could, I could zone your scoring out pretty well. Yeah, and my plan was to take the second turn and then make sure that you didn't have, if you if you wanted to push up the scoring late in the game, that I could just charge you off with the Varklax or whatever yeah. units I kind of left back there to to uh, zone you out, and then the plan was just to push up with the blocks and try and get into the deployment zone, which is essentially what happened.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I think I actually, like, I predicted 10-ish, kind of. I thought it was going to be a draw. I thought maybe I'd win the secondary with the scoring, but I wasn't sure because, obviously, your back effects and stuff. But I think I actually, like, predicted the game completely wrong because <laughs> I thought I was going to kill all your small bits, and I couldn't touch two blocks. Yeah, but the, actually the other thing happened. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to pick up the two acts. I'm going to pick up the Knights, but I'm not getting the rest. Yeah. Maybe get the Vampire if he tries to fight things, but I was like, oh, I'm definitely not going to pick up the rest of the stuff. Yeah. But then, see, that's like the exact opposite of what happened in the whole game. So,
0: so I, I feel like I, I won the, the deployment because uh, yeah. I... I had my units where I wanted to be, where, or against your units where they didn't want to be. So like, for example, I didn't really want the, um, the wheels to be close to the Vampire Knights or to the courtier on the Revenant, for obvious reasons. And okay. because you deployed them both on one side, I could kind of put them over on the other side, so that was good for me. I didn't mind so much the Varkalax being near them because I uh, have the fortitude so yeah so that like you you dropping for the first turn allowed me to out deploy you I felt I don't know how you felt about it but
1: yeah probably I was talking to David from Team Ireland today and I was kind of saying to him like not am specifically about this game but just that the wheels in general are kind of shit like I was going to be like controversial and no one's going to believe that but like <laughs> they're, they're not good they're like whatever 680 points or something for the pair of them and like what they do is like what I what I said to him earlier is basically what you just said there of like I drop for first, put the two wheels down, and you put all your stuff on the other side. Yeah, so like at least the stuff I that they're gonna drop, kill, right? if I drop for first and I put them there, I know exactly where your monsters are gonna be, and it's gonna be the opposite side of the board. So like they do that and then they also they draw a lot of firepower, people have shooting my friend, but like they never kill their points. Mm. And I don't know why people are so afraid.
0: Maybe, maybe if you drop one on either side, then
1: uh, then you have always have something to shoot at. <laughs> maybe, but then I'm kind of like, if I have one, I have 18 and shooting, so if I go up to shoot your revenant, I'm not going to kill him. And then he's going to charge in and just beat the shit out of me, whereas if I have a pair, I can probably kill a monster. Yeah. But so, well, yeah, maybe right. I'm better off just chipping away at
0: both, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I'm, not sh- I'm not sure what the right answer is, I guess it yeah. depends on a lot of things, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but from from my remembrance what happened was you took the first turn, you pushed up a bit tried to kill some bat swarms, I kind of wiggled up a bit, I charged your footpads on the right side with my vampire knights knowing that if you if you charge in the vermin demon to the vampire knights which was kind of trying to zone them that the vermin demon would probably be there for a couple of turns Yeah, and That's it really- would allow me to push up with the rest of my army into the middle. So you fled but you didn't go very far and I caught you but it kind of had the same effect. So I, I got one of your scoring units and then the demon didn't want to charge because you. I think you realised what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, the five attacks isn't enough to like reliably do anything. No, even with like, even hitting on threes
0: and wounding on twos you, you may be doing four, three wounds and yeah, I'm be stood there for a while.
1: But it's pretty easy for it to go horribly wrong and like get <laughs> two hits and then one wound and then you're like, oh shit. No. Yeah, and then you get countercharged by the barrow guard or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not it's too risky to he needs a stomp to be able to charge a small unit like Yeah. And then um your
0: all your uh plague disciples fail the frenzy test every single unit, basically yeah so. I made a mistake
1: there with like not having the demon around I kind of forgot until like I think I made my turn one moves and then you made yours and halfway through your movement I was like ah oh, shit yeah they frenzied like there yeah
0: I think they, <laughs> they all failed their frenzy and none of them made a charge or maybe maybe one made a charge because I put a banshee up to shoot some of them
1: yeah I think one went into a banshee one opted for to go past the banshee into a long charge and like an 11 or 12 into your ghouls
0: yeah
1: and failed that and then the other one I think took another kind of long charge or didn't...
0: Yeah. Or it um, didn't make the Banshee or something like that. Yeah, maybe. But, uh... So yeah. my, my plan was this, was to kind of put the Banshee out and kill a, kill a few of the disciples before they got to the ghouls and before they got to the guard And it didn't really work because I rolled like shit in the combat and didn't kill any of your guys. <laughs> yeah, and she was crap. And then, yeah, so then she popped, unfortunately. I don't I think, I think you... I think you did one wound and obviously you have a charge and i didn't do any wounds so i managed <laughs> to popped yeah because i remember doing
1: my like toxics i didn't wound with the toxics and then i did my hits and i think i got the one wound and i was like oh shit yeah now i'm like gonna lose this yeah but so then, then i was kind of hoping <laughs> yeah but then you did absolutely nothing and i was like oh okay but uh, yeah that was that was kind of big but yeah, and then
0: um, because of because of that position where you were in there it allowed me to to kind of do a double charge, one with the ghouls into them. Even though they were stood in a ruin. And then the Varklack into was it your Vermin? No. Something else. It was one of the dreadmills, yeah. So I I charged into the with the ghouls and overran and then fought twice with the dreadmill. Yeah. And then um, in your turn, you kind of turn to face me, and then I charge the BSB bunker with ghouls, thinking that that would be an
1: easy combat for me to win. Yeah, so like I remember saying to you after the ghouls went through the wheel, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm pretty fucked now." Like, this. yeah, I was like,
0: "Okay, this is this is this one's going well," and then Baragard were kind of holding the fort in the middle.
1: Yeah, they were. Uh, they'd been charged, I think, by like a unit of disciples and. And um, one of the rats, right? One of the rats, and they'd beaten them back after a couple of turns. Yeah, and I, I just couldn't...
0: For some reason, I couldn't do that last wound on your on your first rat. Well, I killed the
1: first rat that came in, and then the second rat came in, and I couldn't kill no, that I think one. The first rat fled away then. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. And then the second one came in and would not die. Yeah. <laughs> so then the demon came into their flank and crumbled them off eventually. Yeah, and, and that was pretty
0: much the crux of the game. Like, uh, the ghouls failed to to kill the vermin guard with the BSP
1: um, I think I did like 9 or 10 wounds with 15 it, it was it was too many <laughs> yeah. and then the next turn you just crumbled off because you had like 8 ghouls left to start the second round of combat or something yeah like. and I,
0: I think I fucked up a magic phase somewhere in there I just didn't get enough raises off uh, something like that and and the barrow guard were eventually worn down by everything
1: yeah oh, I think that phase actually what happened was I let you, I killed your champion, and I didn't want you to raise him, so I let you have reroll to wound, because I was like, oh, you're going to kill the monstrous rat on you, because you one wound left. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, you can do that, and then I'll, like, not let you have your champion so that my demon can at least stomp your unit. But then you failed, with reroll to wound, you still failed to put the last wound on the...
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and then I couldn't turn to face the demon, because I was yeah. still engaged in two sides. Yeah, so it, uh, that all
1: just panned out, and I ended up stomping the block out somehow.
0: Yeah. And, and so I, I lost actually quite a lot of stuff in the end, and killed quite a lot of stuff as well, but because I'd got the Vampire Knights into the corner, I I won the scenario. So yeah. it, was a, it was a pretty bloody game in the end, and you were up five points in the end, but I was up uh, on the scenario, which gave it, uh, I think it was 11.9 to me, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I was up like 700 points-ish, and then you got the secondary, so it was 11.9. But uh, yeah, it was essentially just, I killed the opposite of everything that I thought would be easy to kill.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely my inexperience of playing the Vampires, like, knowing, like, when to raise and when not to raise and how much to raise. And
1: Yeah, I mean, there was that, and I think there was a big factor as well of, like, just stupid dice and stuff. You definitely there was like, a few. The was better, And I misread the matchup, but, like, I just got away with it because, like, things just kept sticking.
0: Yeah, there was, a, there was a few quite uh, low leadership or discipline tests that you made, I think as well.
1: Yeah, there was, and then there was like just things like your vampire with what three or four attacks, and you had to do one wound.
0: Yeah, it's like hitting on threes, wounding on threes, just and did didn't do saves. anything. <laughs> yeah, no, no yeah. saves. Yeah, because yeah, of the flaming and AP three.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it was just it was constant little things like that. But I think that's kind of maybe part of the problem with these MSU lists, like what I'm running now, is that like because there's so many little things going on that don't matter but like once one of them goes your way the opponent with his big block is just kind of fucked like mm. are, you, are you enjoying the MSU style? kind of I feel dirty doing it like but <laughs> it's it, it's really good like it's just having those units of foot pads that are like 170 points then you have like 300 points for 14 disciples the guys on the rats are like 3, 4, 5 or something everything's like Fire the demon, everything's under four hundred points, and it's like super good. Yeah. So it's a bit weird. I, I like. I think the game at the moment is all like single models and chariots, and that just seems to be the trend. Yeah. And blocks get out manoeuvred, and like the guy who has the more things and the faster things can pick when he wants to fight the block. So I just I I prefer to play blocks, but this seems to work better. <laughs> so so this is maybe the way that you're going to move with the vermin for now, or. Yeah, maybe. I mean, from what I've seen on the forums and the spoilers so far, the the new army book is going to change that, and you'll have to run blocks, which is good, I think. But for now, I'm going to like milk the whole MSU crap (laughs) until it's gone. I have all the models there as well, almost painted, so hopefully we'll get a real-life event in before.
0: Yeah. I, I hope so as well. I'm getting a bit sick of UB all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean it's good and it's nice and like it was fun playing you do today because you can just have a chat for like three hours and play a game. Like, yeah. Well, it uh, it's really not the same. No, not at all.
0: Um, so let's move on to the the next round. So who do you have in the next round?
1: So I am playing Ollie Matter from Team Wales.
0: So that was who I was paired up against in the second round, right? Yeah. With, with the, the Warriors. Warriors. So this is with the two the two chosen lords. Uh, both yeah. on War Dias, both with Pride. Uh, one has a 1 up, 5 up, and the Burning Portent. And the other one has 2 up, 4 up, with a Titanic Might Halberd. Yeah. Um, it's got a Wizard Master Sorcerer an Evocation, with a 3 up save, Paired Weapons, and Magical Heirloom. Two units of Warriors, 118 with Banner of Relentless Company, for Command, uh, 110 with Lust and a Champion. You've got 8 Warhounds, a Chosen chariot of Sloth, 5 Warrior Knights with Lance, Pride and a Champion, 2 units of 5 Flayers, uh, 1 of them with Shield, both with Skinning Lash, and 2 Beldrak Elders with Paired Weapons. So, what's the scenario for this and how do you feel about it? This is secure
1: target, so the two pennies. So, I mean, that's usually a draw. Do you yeah. think... Yeah, usually it's a draw. So like, cause he's gonna, he can just stand on one penny, and like, I'm not going to shift the warrior block. No. But well, then the warrior block's not running at me, so that's kind of okay. Well,
0: he, he can also pick it up and then march at you.
1: No, it's the two pennies So like the ones where you just dropped the two. Ah, and the okay, just two pennies. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So that's probably going to be a draw, and then I'm not sure. Um. I think I can fight him He has 5 up Toxic saves on like All the stuff But I still have a ton of hits And like mm, um. I think the
0: Feldrax Might cause you A bit of problem
1: Maybe Like the demon's magic And the wheels Should be able to deal with them Oh yeah they've got the wheels In theory But It depends like They're just really fast Yeah I think or I fancy like the monstrous rats against the Feldrax, I think. I reckon the monstrous rat can give it a good go. Yeah, toxic breath weapon. I
0: think you wanna use the toxic breath weapons on the chaff, to be honest.
1: Yeah, definitely. So the chaff and gun I think I probably wanna kill the chaff first. Cause once it's out of the way, so I have like forty slings and some missiles, to try and kill the chaff. Yeah,
0: well that, that should deal with the war hounds. Yeah. And the and uh, the players can be dealt with with a, a swift breath weapon to the face. Yeah. But also magic missiles. And then you've got the warrior knights as well, which can also be dealt with the toxic.
1: Yeah. And I think if, if I can put some wounds, even... Like, we also have to kill the Feldrakes. If I can put some wounds down, they can't judge the disciples. Yeah. Because, like, if he only has, say three wounds left or something, it's pretty easy to spike with, like, ten toxic hits and just get, like, two or three wounds. Yeah, true. So I think I can make it like pretty risky that he won't want to.
0: Yeah, they, I mean when I played Ollie, he was being very conservative. So if he's playing it in the same way, then then I think you can probably push at him and force some mistakes.
1: Yeah, I think so. Apparently he said on Discord that I don't know if it's just mind games, but he said that he's he had a plan of like winning small or losing small for the first few games, and then going kind of balls out. So we'll see if he does. <laughs> um, I think I think I can pick when we fight which yeah. should be good. He can ram that relentless march block at me, but whatever, like.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not really gonna be able to touch it, the block, no, but I, can, but I can just,
1: even when he rams it at me 15 inches, like, I can just march everything between 10 and 16 inches away.
0: Yeah, and you have the chaff to just
1: stand in front as well. Yeah, so I think I can deal with that, because it's not highly mobile his magic isn't that scary, and then, yeah, I think I'm I think going to win, but I don't think it's going to be a big win, mm, yeah, not, I, you know, I agree, I think
0: the, the most you probably get is like 15 or something,
1: yeah, but, because we're both on 33 points, and, what are we at? Jeff Keeling is leading on 50, yeah, Trent is on 39, uh, Frank is on 39 and Marcus is on 36. So is Ollie. So there's 36, 36, 39, 39 and 50 that we have to beat. Plus yeah. their scores from the next So we're like six points behind. Yeah. So I, it's probably like worth going for the 20. It's like 20 or nothing, right? Yeah, exactly. So if Ollie doesn't come at me, I'm just going to have to go and root him out of his corner again.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of feel the same in my game as well.
1: <laughs> so one of us is going to get a 20. <laughs> And Yu the on cornering, so I don't really fancy my chances of rooting him out of the corner. <laughs> because that's not what I usually do, so we'll see.
0: You're the experts at cornering, though, so maybe you should use your use, use the knowledge of your own tactics against uh, Oli.
1: Maybe, yeah. We'll give that a go and see what happens. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good bloody game, but I'm going to back myself again. What but I've all ready? three times and I'm on two losses and one win. So <laughs> what, what do I know?
0: What What's your prediction then?
1: I'm gonna say thirteen to me, and then I'll be really sad, and not get out of the groups anyway. And it'll all be a waste of time.
0: Okay. I think you're. I think you're gonna push it. I think you're gonna get fourteen. Ah, oh, thanks. But I, I don't think you're gonna make it out of the groups because I'm gonna get more.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so who are you playing? So I am playing Matt Clues, I believe. Let me just check that one. So, Matt. Yep. Yeah. So, Matt is also playing Vampire Covenant. Right. And he's on twenty-three points. So in theory, I should be doing better than him. I've got the easy game out of the out of the well.
1: to Play someone ten points below you. Yeah? Apparently. And I had to play someone three points above. Yeah. This is a fix. <laughs> well,
0: you know, you just got to pay the right people.
1: Yeah, uh, I suppose uh,
0: that's the secondary points, isn't it? That's, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... So, this is actually a very similar list to mine. So, where I've got two Banshees, he's got three Banshees. Where I've got one unit of Ghouls, he's got two units of Ghouls. We've both got the guard, but he's got halberts rather than Shields. Where I've got the Varkalax, he's got the wing Reapers. Yeah. Um, we both have a unit of Zombies. Um... He's swapped the bats for phantom hosts for gems. Yeah, pretty. That's pretty much the, the difference there. And, and then vampires, uh, I have the vampire knights. Yeah. And then the, the the flying character. And instead of the BSB, he has the expensive lamia guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. essence of mithril with True Thirst, I'm assuming going in the barrow guards. Um, to give them the extra um, healing and the extra, what do you call it, uh, offensive and defensive skill from Commandment.
1: That vampire is very expensive. Yes. Like, what she got? Distracted and a 2 up armor? Yes. So you just reroll roll the wound, lethal striker, and it's dead. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I only
0: needs the two wounds as well because it's... Uh, it's multiple range 2 against characters.
1: Yeah, so that's like... So he can't afford to go into a barrow guard off, would you? Because he'll just take the vampire.
0: Um, yeah, but he can also do the same to my vampire, right?
1: <laughs> but he's not got re real wounds. wound. Oh, no, he has got re real wounds wound because he's got evocation. Yours is on your VSV, though. Yeah, it's true. His is worth like 1,100 points, if you give up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a good trade for me. That's insane. What's true thirst? That's
0: the one where... Every wound you do, you get a vampiric roll, and then you get the you the wounds back on the unit.
1: Ah, okay, that's kinda
0: cool. So it's pretty good. You can also heal the character a lot, so I need to kill it in one round.
1: Right, yeah, so if you don't like do three wounds you've wasted your time. Or oh, two wounds, yeah. Right. But with the multi wounds that should help, yeah, I guess. Yeah, um. so
0: it's an interesting matchup. Um The alchemy is going to not help me so much in range, which is good, because that means I get to take the combat buffs. I think the the flying vampire and the Valkalax will do okay in this game, trying to pin down the
1: necromancer. Yeah, the winged reapers don't have autonomous in vampire covenant, is that right? Uh,
0: That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so
1: your Valkalax are far more mobile.
0: Yeah, and the vampire knights as well. Yeah. So. And you say it's two pennies, right? Yeah. So he's got a lot more scoring than me. I don't think the wing reapers are scoring actually. So we've, he's got four units. So I've got three. So it depends how the terrain is to kind of what will happen here.
1: Yeah, I imagine secondary is probably going to be a draw unless someone like smashes the other person and breaks the whole trigger line. Which, yeah. Um. I think. I think, it's a, it's,
0: I think it's, it's a really even match to be honest. The Wing Reapers are probably going to cause me some problems.
1: How do you deal with Phantom Hosts? Banshees? Are they, they have magical attacks and I stuff? Think or? The, I think the,
0: the Scream is magical. Oh, okay. Or I have occultism as well.
1: Right, that's good. <laughs> and if can I you really do. The, does Glory of Gold give?
0: Yeah, Glory of Gold gives magical attacks as well. Right, so you can just put that on whatever. Yeah, chat, but
1: yeah, that's not so bad. So,
0: yeah, I think, I think it's pretty close, but I think it's a good matchup for me. But I don't think it's a twenty-nil matchup for me. But I'm just gonna have to basically push at him and hope I kill the vampire.
1: Yeah, because you're a lot more mobile. Obviously, he can zone you with the winged reapers. I think I'm not sure how to go against like but like you, if you can push around him and force him to be kind of trying to look two or three different ways, I think like you could force an opportunity where you break through and. End up getting
0: a big win. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> that's yeah. that's basically the plan, I think.
1: So you reckon you're getting out of the group, or
0: I reckon I'm going to win this game, but I don't reckon I'm going to get out of the group. It All depends right. on like how big I can push this. I'm going to go you, balls. In, both, yeah. I'm going to go balls in for it and go for the twenty. But uh. Okay. But yeah, I mean. He's, yeah. he's also going to be striking first, I think, with the the bar guard.
1: Of because of the halberds? No,
0: because the Lamy gives
1: an extra... I Lamy gives minus one to you or something, doesn't it? Or is that the court?
0: I think that's actually the court, but he has a wizard master and witchcraft. So he'll probably be able to strike first, but he's hit me on fours, because I've got shields. I, I don't know. I think it will all depend a lot on, um, on the terrain and, and how we deploy. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna predict uh twenty to me. <laughs> right.
1: I feel like you can get like thirteen plus.
0: Yeah, I think I think in in a normal game it's probably like um, probably a, a, thir- a 12 13 ish.
1: Yeah, it's like it's a light greeny kind of etc pairing for you, I think. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to go for it, and one of you is gonna win big because there's no point in...
0: Yeah, vampires against vampires. Whoever kills a general
1: first and
0: breaks the Barrow Guard is going to win. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: But yeah, I think it'll be pretty interesting. Right.
0: Yeah. so let's uh, let's have a quick look at the, um, the other matchups in our group.
1: Yeah, cool. So, first table, we have Trent with his Vermin Swarm. Maybe but we right, should go bottom up? One? Or is...? I have them here, yeah. So we Trent against Frank. So Trent's on Vermintaur, Frank is on Dwarves.
0: Oh, this is how come Jeff is playing someone else? Oh, Jeff's playing Marcus. I see. Marcus, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the the tables are just random All Yeah. Right, cause remember we were table one last round for some reason. All right. Let us let, let's, let's try
0: and take it from the the bottom up. So, Kev. Is playing.
1: Uh, he's Jordan. playing Aristo, I think, because Jordan dropped.
0: Okay, so we can cancel that one out. Yeah. So, so the next one up is Shane and Rob.
1: Yeah. So Rob, that we both played with his Orcs and Goblins. Yeah. Against yeah. Shane's everything's Res six, U D army, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, correct. The mm-hmm. so all the Harbingers and the Dread Sphinx and the Battle Sphinx and all the Terracotta stuff.
1: Yeah, so. They're both on 21. They both have two losses and a win, so. Um, I think Shane could do okay in this one. This could be his game to redeem.
0: Yeah, I I can see it as well. I think the orcs will struggle to
1: deal with all the res 8 stuff. Yeah, the dread sphinxes are the ones that eat mon. well, like. the anti monster ones, aren't they? Uh yeah, so
0: he so, can definitely have a go at the Gargantula with that thing
1: yeah, or and the Wyvern I don't think is capable of fighting the stuff, so
0: he's a real old to Wound though but he's only, is he strength 7 in the first round? yeah, with like he's no, paired, paired weapons so he's strength 6 in the first round so yeah, I think, I think the Wyvern
1: is going to struggle as well yeah yeah, I think if if Shane can get the combo charges off which he should be able to because he's faster, then he should look pretty good. He can just keep stomping away at the blocks.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I reckon Shane should come away with this as well. Don't care about the mad gits. Don't care about shamanism so much. What's he got? The witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's quite a good list to go into the Orcs.
1: Yeah, I think I'd give it to Shane for like a thirteen to a fifteen win or something.
0: Yeah, for sure. So the next one is yourself and Matt, which we've been through. Am I that far down? I've not lost a game yet. And then it's you and Ollie, and then we've got Marcus against Trent.
1: Uh, no, Marcus is playing Jeff, because Marcus Jeff has already Jeff. played Trent and Frank. Okay. So, so Jeff, Jeff's, Jeff's, Jeff's in first well. place, Trent's in second, Frank's in third, Marcus's in fourth, but Jeff has beaten the number two and number three already. So. Okay, so what's Marcus got? Uh, All the Hoarders, I think, if I remember.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Four units of Lemurs and three units of Hoarders, two units of Bloat Fries, uh, Furies, a Harbringer on a Pulpit and an Omen. And then Jeff has got all the Feldrax, all the chariots, all the MSU stuff, and
1: a and a sorcerer. Yeah. Someone asked earlier in the Discord, could we discuss how to beat all the Feldrax and chariots? But mm. I haven't a clue.
0: I think uh, if you wanted to write a, like a list that works really well, is you you go with highborn elves and you take three bolt throwers and loads of lion guard and lion chariots. Yeah. And maybe a character on the line, Chariot? Or two? Yeah,
1: maybe. I Just mean, I the think anyone that plays that many Feldrax is, like, a bad person.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Je- Jeff is obviously a pretty bad person here. He's got 12 Feldrax and 1, 2, 3, 6 Chariots.
1: There's a strong moral question here of, like, should you be doing that? I yeah. And clearly it should because he's on three wins and 50 points after three games. Yeah,
0: and he's also played good players as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has to play number four because he's beaten two and three already.
0: So uh, the question is, can the Hoarders beat the Feldrax and the Chariots?
1: I'm going to say no. I feel like no, because what did we say, six Chariots? Yeah, six chariots. Yeah, like, they can beat two chariots, maybe, like, because it's too risky. The hoarders might get rid of them. They won't, they'll balance, like, but the fact that he's got, like, ten threats, he's just going to combo charge everything, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I think so. And the Omen will obviously do well against the chariots because they're characters. Yeah. But he's not really got, even if the Omen is going into them, it's they're really cheap yeah so it's not really like so bad if he loses one or even two of them
1: I don't think the omen wants to take the impact hits off of one either though
0: oh yeah it's not magical yeah That's so he gets like a
1: six up or five of pages yeah no so six, six six of pages I think if I was Jeff I'd be like oh okay I'll just throw that at you you have to challenge me yeah you have to challenge they have to yeah, challenge right? and then if it doesn't work so I'll just throw the next nice one in the next one. Yeah. No, if that doesn't work, I'll go again. Like I just keep yeah. going until it's dead.
0: And I, th- I think that's probably what, what he sh- he will do, as well. Yeah. So I, I think Jeff should probably come away with this one as well.
1: Yeah, I think Jeff's gonna finish this event with like, sixty odd points out of his four games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying so, it's gonna be a twenty, but I think Marcus might struggle a little bit. yeah no, like he, it's gonna be I think a twelve or a thirteen to Jeff. Yeah, I don't think the Thalman surgery really helps either that much. It seems he knows what he's doing as well, because like if he didn't he would have messed up one of the games. So I think he's pretty good at this list. Because like you could drip feed someone and end up losing the game, but he seems to be Yeah playing the right way.
0: Yeah, for sure. Alright, so, so then the last one.
1: Frank and Trent. So Vermin Swarm against dwarves.
0: I guess the Vermis One will probably struggle, but let's see. So Frank has got a king on a throne with a holdstone, a Dragon Seeker, a Thane with a Holdstone, an Anvil. Twenty five grey bears with great weapons. Is that a Vanguard?
1: Uh Switchness, yeah.
0: Twenty-five warriors with great weapons in Vanguard. Kingsguard with wisdom. 20 of them, 20 Seekers, Vanguard, 14 Seekers, Vanguard, 12 Miners, Paired Weapons, Throwing Weapons, Musician. Okay, so this is like a horrible standard dwarf list to play against. It's got like the stubborn stuff going on and loads of Vanguarding Seekers. And then Trent. So yeah, Trent, I played round one. It's a similar-ish list to yours, but he's got the big unit of, of Brotherhood with Pendulum.
1: Yeah, and he's got 50 rat
0: Arms rather than the Vermingard. Yeah, he's got two units of disciples instead of three, and he's got really three is Three foot pads Which instead place of four. Is it's
1: still a poor
0: the the Gutter Blades, I think they're not going to be that useful in this matchup. Neither will the dreadnought.
1: Mm, yeah no. But the, the anvil is pretty good at defending itself isn't it so like the gutter blades probably can't even go for the anvil uh, I think they,
0: they can probably they can probably hold
1: it up they have poison right yeah maybe and they can, or they can just shoot at it yeah yeah I suppose they just stand there and shoot it it'll be dead eventually yeah.
0: I think the the catapults could be quite good in this matchup I mean it's been wounding on fires, but it's still big, in, big blocks of infantry yeah you still if he gets hits like it's
1: like five dead dwarves a turn, which is pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean the seekers maybe will cause a problem.
1: Yeah. How does he maybe deal it with them? Just get deployed as normal and chaff the seekers instead of going for things.
0: Yeah, he's got Although, the de- he's got the demon though, so he has got some magic and the occultism can also help. Yeah. Mm, I think it's uh. I think it's a bit. I think it's more towards the dwarves and the vermin swarm.
1: But not I by, think, but not by much. No, I think it's like it probably is like a small win to the dwarves, but it's only like one or two dice spikes away from the vermin swarm picking it up. Yeah, and the, so like, the, the, the demon could turn up the three. demon
0: could also do quite a lot of work in this game because he's not really yeah. got much. That can well he's got the if he can avoid the uh,
1: the characters actually killing him. Yeah, I mean he should never ever be touching the dwarf characters. So. No, because he's. 13 inches faster than yeah. they're charging so you can just like, move away and zap but yeah I think it's probably going to be Frank's he's doing pretty well as well well both of them are obviously if they're playing on the second table but mm. I think it's probably given the secondary as well I think that helps Frank a lot because
0: yeah because the Jeff can sit on the oh not Jeff sorry Trent no, Frank can sit on the objectives
1: yeah and I think it's just going to be hard for Trent to push through yeah for sure whereas if Frank actually makes a push at him, he might be able to do it because I think there's less to go around with the dwarves being so resilient and stubborn and stuff it's yeah kinda... they're not going to run away and there's a lot of seekers and stuff yeah, and even if you miss a charge and you get countercharged it's not that bad yeah it's like it's, it is
0: ninth age in easy mode of course because it's dwarves
1: they're another moral question of <laughs> what it
0: is. <laughs> Alright, so I reckon let's say that Trent and Frank go for like a, a small a small win, maybe a ten. Let's let's yeah. say it's ten ten just to make things interesting. So that they're <laughs> gonna end on forty nine points each.
1: Right. And
0: then we, we both agreed that Marcus would lose pretty big to Jeff.
1: Right, so Jeff's in first place.
0: So Jeff's in first place. So everyone's just playing for second. Right. So that kind of puts Marcus out. And then it's uh, you and Ollie and me and Matt who are still probably at this point just about in contention. So
1: you reckon so it's one of Ollie, me, you, Matt is going to be in second place? Well, well,
0: not Matt because Matt's on 23. Oh, sorry, yeah. So
1: one of me, you, and Ollie. Me,
0: you, and Ollie. So I, I reckon. If I can push Matt to like a 17, it gives me like a pretty good chance of, of actually getting through if the guy is 1010 yeah yeah if uh,
1: if Trent and Frank 1010 and if me and Ardi don't do a big score.
0: but I think I think as we talked about it's a, it's a small win for you rather than a big win.
1: yeah. So I, I think I've got a chance here maybe. Maybe I think if me and Ollie both just go for it, so that one person gets through, it's gonna to be tough. Yeah, maybe you can do
0: it. Maybe so. I reckon I need. I reckon I need a seventeen to uh to go through here. That's gonna be my prediction. Yeah, I think you need a twenty. To be safe, yeah, and I think yeah. it's obviously you're on the same points as me. so I reckon it's the same for you.
1: The two guys as well, say if you draw with Trent or Frank, they both have quite a bit of victory points, so you're gonna to need to
0: Yeah, I don't know if I've been putting my victory points in <laughs> after three games, but I did there was one game where I did get zero.
1: Yeah. You have four, eight, oh, nine? I think. Our game you got I put them in for our game anyway. Okay. So, so I probably have then. Probably is correct. Mm, it's like two thousand four hundred a game and you know? then Yeah. The one where Ollie wouldn't fight you. Yeah. Um yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe you can do that. Maybe so I can we're, do that. We're
0: both we're both looking for big wins. That's that's the
1: least. But it's possible, at least with the draw. Yeah. What would be beautiful is if Matt beats you, just so neither of you get in. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither of you get a chance. Like.
0: I'm just gonna chat shit to a more game and make him push at me.
1: Because even if he gets a twenty and Trent or Frank, like whichever one of them wins, goes through ahead of. Him. So he can just drag you out of the competition <laughs> <laughs> so that'll, that'll be nice yeah uh,
0: may,
1: maybe he will maybe he will I think it's going to be Jeff and Frank sure probably realistically yeah realistically Jeff's going to get a decent sized win off Marcus and Frank's going to sneak a smaller win off Trent and that's that's the end of it then
0: yeah I mean if it, even if it's like a 12 I'd still need a 20 to go through
1: yeah I think though the fact it's so close coming up to this end thing is like pretty good. I know Jeff's kind of like 11 points clear at the top but there's still a lot to play for for like half the group. Yeah, for sure. So it's good. It's a good format. I'm glad Aristo brought this up as a kind of a way of playing.
0: Yeah I like it. I would uh, definitely like to do this kind of format again. Maybe that should be the next um, Celtic Cup format.
1: Yeah, the big groups are interesting. I like it. It's good. Cool. But uh, yeah, let's see what happens. I'm playing Ollie on Friday, I
0: think. Yeah, I have my game Wednesday, so we can uh, come back next week and, and find out what happens. And yeah. then I think what we should probably do is is also, assuming that we're probably not gonna get through to the next round, we can also follow the rest of the tournament and see how how the Jeff and Frank <laughs> or whoever it is gets yeah. on.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. We'll see who they come up against because they uh, there's some big names in the other groups that could be. Yeah, I think we got a fairly uh, quiet group over here. <laughs> yeah, a nice evenly matched one. Group B, I think, was the one that was like just England, ETC, and then Fraz and Ed. So <laughs> how how are Fraz and Ed doing? Um, where are we? Ed is in eighth and Fraz is in seventh. So.
0: I'm just going to pull it up
1: now for those watching on YouTube Mm. so both of them are out of contention for qualifying I think yeah yeah. so that's going to be Colin and somebody
0: it's pretty tight up there high elves, high elves, dread elves (laughs) first three
1: Mm. high elves must be good
0: (laughs) I haven't played High Elves in ages.
1: Dread Elves is interesting. They're not that common anymore. No, not with the new book just around the corner. No, but they were kind of, for a while anyway, they seemed to be the whipping boys of the Elves.
0: They're doing pretty well in Denmark, actually. There's a few
1: guys who are playing really well with Dread Elves. The Polish had that list with all the Assassins and MSU stuff that was pretty good last year as well. I don't know. They're, They're always a cool army, I thought. The new books very cool. I'm definitely gonna look into getting them. Yeah. Yeah. So, who do we think Colin of that group and someone?
0: Uh, without without looking at the list and the matchups, it's hard to tell. Um, which which group do we actually play against
1: if um so if we if we go through? Let me check. I think it's A and C, but let me just double check. He has a pack here on Discord. So, yeah, A plays C, so. So
0: is that our, it would be our group against uh, group A. Group A, which
1: is Amit, Alistair Parham, Paul Goodbold, um, clues, Rory, Raph. Hmm.
0: Shall we just so, take a look at Amit's list for just a close-up? What who's probably going to be playing? If we do get through, we're probably going to be playing as Amit, assuming he continues to win.
1: Yeah, man, Amit's obviously really good. He's on demons, I'd say. Yeah.
0: yeah. So lots of myrmidons, three threshing engines, two. Titan Slayer, Chariots, Three, three Boat Fires, Blazing Glories, Two Harboringers. So, to me, it looks like lots of Chariots, lots I of m I love this list because
1: it's not Lemures.
0: Yeah, me too. What does Hot Blood do? Do you know? Uh, no. I will look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like it because it's not Lemurs as well. I think the Blazing Glories also have a, a lot of legs on them. Yeah, um,
1: I'm dope. Threshing engines throw the spear spell as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's so true. lots of,
0: lots and lots of spears, actually. He's yep. got four. Five, four,
1: four or something. If you want.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's quite an interesting list. Very different to to maybe what you see in other places. It's maybe actually a bit similar to Jordan's uh, list from before. He's got yeah. the two Blazing Glories and the three Horde threshes.
1: What was I looking for? A Hot Blood is. this fucking book. <laughs> Hot Blood is Devastating Charge plus 2 Agility. Okay. So. So trying to get, get the, quick, sneak, get the anyway. sneak on
0: the elves if you yep. come up against them.
1: So Agility 4, so Agility 6. Seven. No, 7 then Charge, yeah. Uh, pretty quick. Yeah, that's nice. They are fragile though. He's got one unit of mers. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you got a Pyro Wizard, those Mermadons aren't going to be around too long. Supposed suppose they're really cheap, 225s. Yeah? Good. Yeah, it's cool This Flies seem to be back in fashion a lot as well, which is...
0: Yeah, so is that... let's say, assuming assuming that you get through, how do you feel about fighting this list? Uh, I don't want to get through anymore. Like, <laughs>
1: it's just going to be a waste of time. It's just another week to get knocked out then. So, all you, you, the game is all yours. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, uh, you have to play I'm a little bit, James,
0: just it. to get me through.
1: Yeah. I don't know, the Div Magic and stuff, maybe I can pick up some points, but... Let's cross that bridge when we get to it, huh? Focus <laughs> on taking down Warriors first. And then yeah. All right, then.
0: Let's uh, let's leave it at that, then, for today. Uh, yeah. Thanks again for, for coming on, as always, and we'll get you on... Um, later in the week or next week just to to round up on the group stages
1: yeah hopefully one of us will have a tale of glory and be talking about what we're going to do to Amit's list (laughs) either
0: that or we're just gonna be really sad that we tried to get 20 and and died
1: (laughs) yeah yeah we we could both end up with zero if we go for this too hard but
0: yeah (laughs) a good story either way let's see what happens so, uh, as I said at the start of the show, you can um, check out my new hobby channel on YouTube. It's called HPM Hobby. I've got one video up there right now, and I'm in the process of making a few more. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well, and you can also find us um, at Amatime Podcast on Twitter, and you can find us on YouTube, Amatime Podcast, SoundCloud, Amatime Podcast. So, thanks for listening, and we'll in- we'll join you on the next show. you. Cool.